Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. For today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS, July 9th, 1988. I'm sitting here with Harper and not Doc Turner. Um, Doc is, uh, he couldn't make it and then something just hit me. I'm supposed to get you to read something. While I pull what? that up, Harper, I'm going to send it to you uh, via messenger because it's on my computer. And I'm going to get you to, to read this shortly. But uh, Harper and I are sitting here. Uh, Lance is supposed to join us tonight. He he is uh, he is running a little bit late though. But I gotta get I gotta get something to Hopper right now. So Hopper, while I'm pulling this up, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm waiting for Lance, man. I can't wait to see the little fella. Can, can you imagine the cloud he's living on right now with it, with with SMU National right, TV? They're ranked fifteenth. Doc told me something today. They're ranked higher than no Texas, Dame. Notre Dame, <laughs> the Texas Longhorns, I think, right? Dude, yes. when you think about it, out of all those schools in Texas, I think they're ranked the highest when you yes. think about it. From uh, UT, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, I mean, all of them. I think they're the, the highest ranked Texas school. Fuck. Let me, college football rankings. <laughs> let me. Let me. I'm. I'm. I'm genuinely curious right now what what this looks like. So uh, let's see. Um, uh, they're ranked fifteenth right now. The AP top twenty five. They're ranked fifteenth. Uh-huh. And let's see. You all right? Uh, Notre Dame is sixteenth, so they're ranked higher than them. Uh, Texas is um, ranked. Should Texas ain't even ranked according to right. to the AP? Fucking Candace are, almost beat them. You are absolutely right, man. They are. Isn't that crazy, bro? Freaking SMU is ranked higher than Texas. Fort Field is probably the last uh, place that you want to play at in Texas right now. Right. How That's... fucked up is that? God damn. What They're a like, dream world that... he's living in. They're like, fuck that 12th man at fucking A&M. Whatever the fuck right. oh. oh man. Oh, okay. Baylor. Baylor. They're ranked Baylor is ranked higher than them. In, in oh the yeah. Let me I think they're fucking undefeated, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baylor 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 is 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 ranked higher than them. So that but that's the only team 
And, and that's kind of a miracle in itself, not a miracle. I don't know if anybody expected uh, Baylor to be ranked there. Let me let me and, add in Lance. He he's on. Go ahead, keep going. And it's it's two private schools as well. Isn't that crazy? Hey, uh huh. Lance, we're already we recording. We're talking we're about. Live. We are live. We're talking about SMU being um nearly the top ranked school in Texas. Baylor's actually number twelve. So uh, you got a big weekend coming. By the time this aired, either your heart would have been broken, or maybe not. I know you don't even give a damn about SMU, but uh, we're just gonna move on with the narrative. Bizarro season. Hey, hey, man, I'm on. I'm on the bandwagon. So let's do it on a he's, yes he's Saturday. <laughs> By the time we heard this, maybe a uh, win or lose, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and for the record, if you're not a Patreon member, Lance broke the news on the most recent World Class show. He's a Cowboy fan. He's a Mavs fan. And SMU is a very, very much distant third, fourth, or fifth. He really doesn't care. Wow. He's just feeding the narrative since it seems to excite everybody. So if you're tagging Lance on Twitter or Facebook, trust me, he doesn't give a shit. And I'm just That's nice. That. That's fucked up. Hey man, the sky is still blue. The pecker still works, man. That is hey. that is some vernacular there, Mister Harper. That I do enjoy. <laughs> I've got to say, and everybody go out and get their candle. <laughs> That's funny shit. Uh, speaking of candles, uh, everybody out there who's asking Harper to uh, ship it to them, Harper's not being an asshole. It's like he he checked into it, and yeah, it's like fifteen ahead. bucks. It costs like fifteen bucks for me to mail a candle, because of the weight and it and because it's fucking glass. So, if you want to pay fifteen bucks more, I'll be more than happy to mail it to you. But that's what it's it's that's what the shipping is. So yeah. So there you go. Harper doesn't mind. He he does he doesn't mind if you if you PayPal him. But the yeah. problem is the shipping, and he's not trying to rip anybody off. So that's why he he hasn't been real responsive. So if you, if you're out there listening and haven't heard this yet. Fifteen bucks to ship one candle to us is pretty expensive, so that that's what's going on with the candle. Hey, get that sh- get that shit on Amazon Prime, you know, free shipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, Harper, I, I sent you something, and this is from a longtime BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member, Kevin Carter. Uh, Kevin, great dude, great supporter of this show, loves what we do, been loving what we're doing for a long time. Um, he has a a paid ad. That he has paid to have us mention on this show. So, uh, do, do you have yeah. it, Hopper? And can you read it for us? Well, first of all, how much? How much you paid? Uh, I'll tell you off air. All right. Bottle I'll of Hennessy. Check for it. Yeah. A bottle okay. of Hennessy. Thank you, Kevin, for the Hennessy. No, go ahead. Oh my God! I was watching Judge Judy today. Oh God! And it it was a fucking pit bull. You know, it's always the fucking pit bull fucking biting some dog. <laughs> and guess what the pit bull's name was? Oh. Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pop? <laughs> yeah. First of all, you should name your dog a name that has more than two syllables because it, it, it fucks them up. They ain't that goddamn smart. That's some wisdom right there. That's so true. <laughs> Man, you're gonna have to have a solo show with these. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> why wisdom. dogs are always like just the dog and cat's names are always like one or two syllable names because anything o- o- over that, it's fucking hard for them to comprehend. <laughs> Life lesson okay. from all. There you go. Name your dog a one syllable name. That's Maybe why we two, have Spot, 
Toby yeah. type of to, uh, Rex is one. Rex uh, <laughs> spots one. Um, oh boy, Snoopy too. Okay, yeah. Lassie. <laughs> Any more than two, though, Hopper. That's a, that's stretching it, huh? Yeah, for real, bro. You can't have a dog trying to fucking remember that shit. Hennessy, Jesus Christ! I mean, you really want to confuse hey. the little bastard, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cats, all right. Cats can have three, like Tiffany. Or oh, something. Anyways. All right, <laughs> Hulk, you, got the, uh, you got the uh, public service announcement from Kevin Carter up for us. Okay, yeah. The following is a public service announcement brought to you from the residents of the Great Smoky Mountains. We, the residents of the Smokies, would like to extend a very sincere fuck you to one <laughs> Doc Turner for the abuse and general ass assholery you have heaped upon us for almost four years doc please understand this comes from the bottom of our coal blackened hearts this message has been brought to you and paid for by kevin carter founder and user of hashtag fuck doc there you go so kevin we thank you for your uh, public service announcement we appreciate it thank you for the paid ad and um you know the best part about this is doc's not here so but don't worry uh, he will listen back to this because whenever he's not on the show, he likes to listen back and critique things and then tell me, you know, what, what we could have done better. So he'll be the first one. He will surely hear this and I'm not going to tell him. So it'll just slap him in the face, Kevin. So there you go. Thank you for the uh, paid ad, Kevin. We appreciate it. Uh, Man, and- you read that. You read that really clear. You must have used spell check. Well, I sounded it out. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Smoky Mountain fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's real cool, man. He's a good dude. All right. Uh, so, I was trying uh, to, uh, yeah, I was trying to keep the uh, doc tradition alive. I see that. I see that. The, the bad deal, <laughs> doc. Uh, but a special shout out to our largest page and contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry. Thank you for your generous patronage contributions, contributions each and every month. And then shout out to I got one new Patreon member this week, Scott Keeler. Thank you for signing up on Patreon. Enjoy all the extra Patreon content, the world class shows that Lance and I do, the ECW shows that are out there, along with 200 plus other Patreon exclusive shows on our Patreon feed if you're not one a patreon member that is become one at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt there is just a load of insane nonsense out there for you to enjoy in addition to all the free stuff that we put up so we appreciate it all the patrons out there and please become one if you're not one all right uh let's get into july 9th 1988 this is an infomercial lance was complaining to me about it last night and i have to say (laughs) he's mostly right but lance uh you know any opening thoughts as we jump into this week's show I don't know if y'all know, but a pay-per-view is coming up, and you can, uh, you know, the pay-per-view office is open all the time, as they keep saying. <laughs> they uh, they really want you to know that, but, you know, I know back in the day, you know, people still didn't know their stuff, but, man, do they hammer it home. I mean, it's just a constant rattle, this whole show, about the uh, about the pay-per-view. Golly. You know, I can't, I can't blame them. They were trying to make money. Um, in the whole paper, you got one thing to remember, the whole pay-per-view thing was still new. So I don't really know how many people really understood how to order pay-per-view by this point. Uh, so maybe that's part of it. But when you watch it in 2019 eyes, I agree with Lance. You're watching a show that is a lot of pay-per-view plugs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how it was. So with that said, the show opens with the Road Warriors beating up a couple of enhancement talents. 
And then we head to the studio with JR, uh, Shivani, and Crockett. They tell us that the Great American Pay-Per-View is sold out. Great American Bash Pay-Per-View is sold out. It'll be in Baltimore tomorrow night on July 10th. But order it through your cable provider. And remember, uh, we do cover the Great American Bash. It'll be up on our Patreon feed after this show drops on, I think, Thursday night. Is it uh, November the 7th? Uh, Thursday night, November the 7th. So the Great American Bash Pay-Per-View should be up November the 8th or 9th. And there you have it. All right, we go right away after that opening where they plug the pay-per-view. Uh, we go to Hawk and Animal cutting a promo before, um, well, they're cutting a promo. Here it is. That's right, David Crockett. We're here. We're at the greatest wrestlers and the greatest wrestler promotion, Jim Crockett Promotions and the National Wrestling Alliance. We set the example of wrestling perfection. And now, Baltimore, we get the Tyler Duke, Kevin Sullivan. I don't think you know what you got yourself into by messing with Jimmy Garvin. He came in and said, hey, will you guys help me out and help me kick Kevin Sullivan's butt and whoever he brings in the dollar to. And we said, we'd be more than happy to help you get rid of Kevin Sullivan. Ain't that right, Hawk? Kevin Sullivan, look into these eyes. Imagine what these eyes have seen. Look at these hands. Imagine what these hands have done in my life. Kevin Sullivan, do you think you're smart? Well, we don't. We think you're dumber than a sack of hammers. You want to make a Tower of Doom match involving the Legion of Doom? Why don't you just give us some sledgehammers, lay your head on a stump, and let us mash your matter? You're not a very smart man, Kevin Sullivan. I gave you credit a long time ago for being smart, but when you ingeniously developed this match, I begin to realize you weren't a genius, Kevin Sullivan. You're not a smart man at all. Dr. Death. Ronnie and Jimmy Garvin and the LOD? That's not a winning combination for you. That's a winning combination for us. Tell them, Paul. You know, David, when my boys are good, they're very good. And when they're bad... All right, we, we don't need to listen to Eller and he's uh, <laughs> not funny. But, uh, Lance, go to you first, man. What you thought? Oh, man, they're just monsters. You know, they're five years into their career, and they've still got that great fire. I mean, it sounds better than anything you hear today. Um, you know, magazines were still pushing them. It's just, they're great. And, of course, I like, they're at the end of that interview there, they, they talked a little more after Ellering. You know, they were pushing Luger, you know, winning, which has kind of been a formula on these shows before pay-per-views, things like that, you know, pushing that, you know, the, the title match, because you definitely want to come get tickets, because even the Road Warriors think that Luger's going to win the title. Yeah, they tried to get you to believe it. Hope that doesn't spoil anything for anyone all these years later. Uh, they're intense. They're talking about this Tower of Doom. God bless them. Uh, if you've never seen it, I hope you watch it before Doc and I do the review of it. It's <laughs> a fucking... I, I would have had to increase my life insurance before I got up on that tower, and that's all I kind of want to say. Hopper, what you, do you have anything from the Warriors right there who mean business? Man, Hawk sounds fucking great, huh? And then yeah. when you think about it, it's the, I mean, like you said, the Road Warriors with Ronnie Garvin, Dr. Death, and fucking Jimmy Garvin just kind of, he's just there, but fuck that, man. <laughs> that does sound like a winning combination. 
Remember when you said a couple of weeks ago when you went off on AEW and yeah, you're like man, this is not for me. Yeah. Um, and you started talking about all the guys from back in the day. You're like, man, this guy would have scared me. That guy would have yeah. scared me. Uh, are there yeah. any, any guys in that group that don't scare you? They all scare me. Yeah. Except even maybe Gar- Jimmy even, Garvin. He, and even then, you still respect them. Right. Yeah. It's, imagine Dr. Death versus uh, Marco Stunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I mean, he'd step on him. Yeah. Can, can you imagine just if they stood next to each other, Hopper? When when Dr. Was, Death was buff and jacked? Dude, imagine Ronnie Garvin stretching him like how he does these fucking jobbers. <laughs> yeah, I would love he, to see that. He really treats these guys bad. Can you... God, Garvin might make him cry in the middle of the ring. <laughs> and I'm not, like, trying to be funny. I think he would. That's uh, nice. Uh, Lance Harper cut a vicious promo on AEW a couple weeks ago, just just so you know. It, what's it, the nuts and bolts of it? The small guys, big guys, you know, Marco, I, I can completely understand. I know a lot yeah. of – and the uh, whole uh, Orange Cassidy stuff. They get people and stuff. <laughs> I think it's funny for one second, but, you know. You know, I understand why yes. people are on it. You I know, mean, once you've seen it, yeah, I, mean, I saw I saw Joey it. Ryan do his dick thing in person one time, and that's all I need to say. I didn't need to see it over and over and all that shit. You know, I saw it one time. I was like, okay, it's the hot thing for fifteen minutes, but you know, that's, I don't need to see it over and over. Hey, Lance, you know how people talk about how Chris Von Eric was small? Yeah, you know, and they and I, he, he, Marco Stunt yeah, makes Chris Von Eric look oh, like uh, absolutely. Um, several guys. I I think that Chris was taller than Ray Mysterio. I don't want to. I, I need to look at that a little more. But you know, he really wasn't that small to now in what the guys are doing. Yeah. But Marco Stunt, da- damn straight, he's tiny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's and he is. he embellishes it with you know that with the way he wears his uh, you know spandex shit. You know he he's supposed to he's making himself look even smaller. I don't know, big hair and short. I mean he should be down in you know uh, AAA with those guys that go crazy. You know I guess a super porky type of deal and those you know those minis and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, whatever and stuff. How old is he for real? Yeah, I'll look that up while y'all talk. Keep going. All right. Yeah, we'll keep going. I have no idea. And on 21. that note. We won't spend too much time on, yeah. on on the AAW bashing. We got Brad Armstrong who defeats Mike Jackson. If you're watching on our uh, Patreon video, uh, Brad's back, uh, wins uh, pretty convincingly over Mike Jackson. We then go to a Luger Lex Luger promo. Uh, I thought this was funny because and I wasn't going to play it, but so Luger's out there and the girls start chanting "Take it off," referring to his shirt, and Luger gives it to him. He takes off his shirt and. He's trying his best to talk him into the building. I don't have anything memorable or notable from it. Uh, it's not bad. Luger's okay. I, I think it was ramble. the best promo that, that he's done. It's what look, Doc said. I hate telling Doc when he's right, right, Hopper. But um, yeah, you know, Doc said something a couple weeks back, and he was complaining about Sting's bad promos. Um, man, I got to be honest, man. Luger's cutting some. He ain't cutting great yeah. promos, but they're good. They're decent. And they're much better than Sting's. I mean, yeah, Luger's passed up Sting uh, easily. Promo department is not even close. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with that. And uh, yeah. man, I think he sold some gold chains through the years. I mean, hey, I was uh, eighteen and thought I needed a gold chain around this time because Lex looked great with it. <laughs> 
I always thought he did. You know, I always thought, man, look at that chain he's got around. That's pretty cool. I was into Lex, man. I I didn't know that, you know, what people thought of him behind the scenes as far as his passion for wrestling and this and that. And I wasn't watching for work rate and all that shit that we started doing once the internet came and stuff. I just, you know, liked what I liked. But I think you're right. I think his talking right here, uh, man, he's definitely, you know, come into himself on that. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. What were you about to say, Hopper? No, I just mean, there you go. Look, yeah, there you go. Double bicep. <laughs> You're right about that work rate thing, though, Lance. We didn't. We watched this shit. shit. Isn't that, just, just fucking watch it. Just fucking yeah. watch it. I, I don't get that. Just fucking well, but, watch but, it and then Hopper, go to bed. What you realize when you say that people are going to tell you and I don't I'm not saying this but uh, devil's advocate here the the critic will tell you with AEW just watch it don't don't critique no. it like that but but they don't <laughs> but but go ahead and explain why you're why that's different cuz it's it's I, I don't I don't enjoy it well not just that we got these we had these larger than life personalities back then so we watched it and we knew Lex was a big buff bastard, and we knew the Road Warriors were big buff bastards, and we thought they looked like, man, we don't know if they could shoot fight, but they look like they could beat some ass, right? Yeah. So it's yes. easy to, it's easy to like, go, holy shit, man, this is a badass. You know, I look at him, he's like, man, that's a bad son of a gun. That's just, nowadays, uh, you can't do I that. I just hate how they just dissect everything, and it's like the WrestleBotch page and all. It's like... So the guy made a fucking mistake. Okay. Now what? Okay, the guy fucked up the drop kick, okay? What the fuck you want me to do about it? So what? And, and they can't just enjoy it. It would be like if if somebody was watching the fucking Avengers and they're like, oh, in this scene, Captain America is holding the shield in the left hand, but in this scene, it's in the right <laughs> hand. Who gives a fuck? Man, that is all over YouTube. That yeah, exactly right. Uh, you know, twenty God. things, twenty things you missed in whatever movie or right. Stuff. You can, yeah, and you you can go down that rabbit hole all day long and uh, stuff. <laughs> It'll you, know drive you, nuts. you know what's funny though? It's not just wrestling because like, Popper and I were big Game of Thrones viewers, and the the last season that just happened this year, I I thought I was in like the wrestling universe with everybody complaining about how it finished, like. Everybody hated it. And, and I don't say everybody, but basically the Game of Thrones fans turned into like wrestling fans. And I, that's when I started to realize I was like, God damn, this isn't just wrestling people are doing that with. It's everything. I don't like because how it, they book my favorite character. I hate this. Uh, boycott <laughs> Game of Thrones. Like what? Because it used to be you would just watch it and then it was gone. Now there's you can you can watch something a million times and then go on Facebook and talk about it and post this and share that mom it's the mob mentality you know because now mm-hmm. you talk to your friends online or you know or, or whatever on twitter social media yeah. and uh, everybody can just come down on the same thing you know I, i've been on this lance von eric thing this week online uh, you know i wasn't watching for lance von eric work rate uh, you know uh, now i watch it and i do see how green he was but again 17 16 17 years old man i was just having fun i knew that they that nobody was going as fast in as 1983 world class but damn uh, april of 87 Lan- lance von eric's last uh, stuff in world class, he's getting cheered. There, nobody's jeering him. He didn't bring anything down. And uh, I talk about that, you know, on last week's uh, world class show. Anyways, I say it all the time. This is a, 
about him. Fritz Fritz von Malky gets on it about the Simpsons, but you know, we you and I had the discussion, uh, Sean and Steve Simpson. But anyway, all right, let's go to Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton. Who uh, Ricky Morton gets impatient with Robert after five seconds and decides <laughs> to take over. This is great. This is great. Watch this. Hey Robert, tomorrow night in Baltimore, the World Tag Team Champions Tully and Iron Anderson go up against Sting and Nikita Koloff. In your opinion, because you know all these men, what do you think the outcome's going to be? Well, uh, my hat's off to uh, Lex Luger and Nikita Koloff because, uh, excuse me. Let's get it down right here, Robert. Let's say what's on our mind, and we'll say it right up front. What's on our mind? We don't matter who the winner is because we don't care what we're going to do to get to it, baby, that to be the five times NWA World Tag Team Champions. You see, baby, we've been across the world many times, and we've met a lot of people that thought they were cool. But then again, telling on, we met a lot of fools. You see, we got your four horsemen swinging. We are the Rock and Roll Express, and baby, we think that we are the best. So you show us what you got. We don't care about no outcome. What we want to do is be in that match. If we have to walk over the sheep herders or anybody else to get that place, that's exactly what Rock and Roll is going to do. We're not here to play, baby. We are here to stay. The National Wrestling Alliance is what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Bar none, baby. But remember one thing. Rock and Roll is here to stay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I had to play it just from when Ricky was like, he gave Robert five seconds, and he's like, I I can't take this no more. He Robert, turned you, around you and coughed and said something like, you're fucked up. Or not, no, he didn't say that, but he, he didn't say that. He Like, you're off or something. Let me take it. You see when he turns around, he he says something like, let me take it. Right. Something like that. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> lost. Jesus. Funny stuff. Poor old Robert. He got, in, he got impatient, Hopper. Like, five yeah. seconds into it. He's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Give me that microphone. And it was, uh, you know, I thought uh, all the way, I thought that was going to be my MVP for sure of the show right there. I was just way into how Ricky took that over. Um, we'll talk about it at the end, what I ended up with. But I I actually thought because he did that and just went on that Southern roll right there, I really thought a lot of that. So we'll keep going. Uh, I thought I thought Ricky was good right right there. Um, yeah. We'll keep going. We got Sting. He defeats Larry Stevens. They then have a Great American plug, Great American Bash plug, that is, uh, to order the pay-per-view. As you can see, they, they're doing it a lot at the bottom of the screen. They keep showing it all over and over, and then they plug it here. And then Sting cuts a promo, and it's weird and wild. He tells a story about his childhood, and I kept waiting for the punchline, and there was no punchline. It was very, <laughs> very awkward, and that was that. It was less than a minute long. Uh, Lance, you got anything from it? No, I don't have anything and stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, I will say, if you were in Dallas and you saw his son, I, know, I may have said this on the World Class. I know I said it on the World Class shows. I don't know if I said it on here. His son, you know, works in retail here in Dallas. You can go uh, buy an iPhone from him. Man, he looks exactly like Sting. If you walked into the store where he works, you would say that you would know exactly who Sting's son was. It kills me because I wonder, I wonder how many people go into that store and know, you know, know, of course, who Sting is, and they don't realize that's his dad. It's kind of funny. Do, um, does, he, does he have the same haircut like him, like right here? No, it's, it's black. Uh, you know, the fa- it's the mouth and the, and the teeth, the way he holds his mouth. Now, he's got black hair, but you, and he's been on TV at, like, the Hall of Fame. They've uh, shown him and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, no, it, it's just right in the face. You can see it, the teeth and everything. Those, that, that same 
uh, mouth, if you will. I got you. Okay, okay. Hey, now. Oh, man. Uh, Hopper, anything you want to say about Sting? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is a man called, a Sting. man called Sting. Man called Sting. Man called Sting. Sting. That's so, what I was looking forward to right there. <laughs> we go to the Midnight Express. They are going to go up against, um, well, Corny's going to announce them here, but they're going to go up against Ryan Wagner and Danny Little. Cornette is on commentary the whole time, and he is basically uh, the infomercial for Great American Bash during this actual match. He ran down the entire card. I mean, just the entire thing. And then I don't know where uh, this Danny Little guy. He's good looking, isn't he? Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, I don't know what his deal is, but he looks like he's wearing a onesie and... (laughs) And not tights, like it's it's like what a kid wears, like a bit. Oh yeah, it's like a ballerina or something. (laughs) Get a tan. It's the worst. Look at Hopper. Look, look at that. What, like what? What do you call that? And he looks really frumpy, like he's clueless. (laughs) Look at this guy. He looks like a fucking nut, bro. That's (laughs) that's the kind of guy you see like at the porno store at three in the morning. And it's look at that onesie. Okay. It's like loose on him. I bet that guy. That guy didn't I, I have a clue what he's doing. Un, look at him. I bet it like unbuttons like in the crotch. Look at like look at Stan's <laughs> laughing his ass off. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> he's like, come now, on. <laughs> it's the worst look ever. I wrote down. Cornette calls him a human pear in there. <laughs> Bruh, can you imagine Stan Harper? Can you imagine Stan and Bobby just laughing at this asshole? It's too loose, too. It's too loose. Okay. <laughs> it's like they're beating up somebody's mom. It's, it's like a crime, dude. Look at Stan. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what Stan did? He refused to even jump the guy on the floor. He keeps pulling his trunks out of his ass because they're too this loose. This guy looks horrible. <laughs> Stan keeps walking over to him and he's like, fuck no, I can't be putting hands on this dude. Oh, God, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> this is you know, so I can't, terrible. I can't take a bump to save my life or anything like that in the ring, but this guy looks bad. I mean, this guy. It's just horrible. <laughs> dude, where did they find this jackass from? Well, We've seen this guy once before, haven't we? Not, I don't think so. He's got a handful of matches. I, I tried to look up to see who he was, and it kept coming up with this old wrestler named Danny Little Bear, but I couldn't find anything on him. But there, there were several matches that he had here on WCW. I think okay, that I, shirt, it, you know, I don't think it's a onesie. I think that shirt not. is just tucked into his to his to his to his pants. I re- yeah, I just noticed that, and I didn't notice it the first time I watched uh, it because you're right on that. Like when he rolled out of the ring to tag uh-huh. out tagging Ryan Wagner, who Ryan Wagner's been, he's always on, you know, and has some talent. But you're right. This guy, I mean, it's, that's terrible, man. Before they, hey. during the match, go ahead, go ahead. The guy got a power slam in. He did. He power slammed Bobby Eaton. God, he looks so terrible. Look at he's pasty white. This is criminal. What, who why who thought it was a good idea to put this jackass on television? Bad. He's Dude, still pulling sh- his trunks out his ass. Someone should message uh, Cornette about him. That's on a the, great idea. Corny drive through. 
Corny drive through at gmail.com. That's corny with just a Y, no E, or a hashtag corny drive through on Twitter. Ask Cornette on the July 9th, 1988 episode of Saturday Night on TBS who this guy Danny Little was with a what looks like a onesie, but Hopper's right. It's just basically purple trunks and a purple top. Yeah, it's, he, a, it's a wife beater. Oh my God. Hopper, talk again. It's a wife beater. Oh you, yeah, there you go. You just turned in. You just turned into into the whistleblower again, Hopper. Oh, this is awesome. Lance, do you hear him? How he sounds? He changed it. The whole voice changed when you he hear said it? that. Dude, you sound like the whistleblower again. This is phenomenal, Hopper. <laughs> talk about this asshole's outfit as the whistleblower. Man, look how. What the fuck? <laughs> oh god look at this guy <laughs> he has to be the worst guy that we've seen ever uh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> I don't he, know we... he fucking wipes his oh god you fucking we... loser <laughs> we've seen we've seen bad though yeah but this guy is beyond bad he don't even have real gear Dude, just imagine what he looks like without that tank top on. <laughs> That's probably why he put the tank top on there. But like, dude, you look like shit. Put a tank top on. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he he was gonna take it off. <laughs> right, right, right. I think they saw him in a locker room. <laughs> All right, so the midnight win. Let's go to Jim Cornette, who's out there now. You know, he's gonna cut a promo. Here it is. Uh, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, you get put in a straight jacket, and tomorrow night you get hauled up all the way to the roof, and then your men have to go in the ring without you. You know something, David Crockett, I don't know how long I'm going to live. I might live to be 107 years old, and I might end up tomorrow. Tomorrow might be my last day, but I just hope, and I pray, and I wish that I could live long enough to see you get that little weasel smirk spread all across your face. Now, let me just say this. As far as tomorrow night in Baltimore, Maryland goes, Midnight Express, Fantastics, U.S. Tag Team title winner gets a belt, loser gets ten lashes, me in a straitjacket up over the ring. I've got myself all together about this thing. I realize that more money is going to be made tomorrow by everybody involved that's ever been made in a wrestling match. And more people are going to see a wrestling match tomorrow than have ever seen it in history. And all those millions of people watched on television, all those 15,000 sold out people in the Baltimore arena, they're going to be laughing at me when I get slapped in that straight jacket, when I get hauled up in the air. But they're not going to be laughing when the Midnight Express takes the Fantastics. And these men are champions. They have been champions many times, and they're going to be champions again. And they're ready to do whatever it takes, Fantastics, when they get in that ring with you to take those belts. But as far as I'm concerned, I've thought about this thing, and I've come to grips with it. And I realize that tomorrow might be the end of me. The Midnight Express is going to be U.S. Tag Team Champions, sure, but they might have to go on without me because up in the air anything might happen. Well, I've told my mother I'm leaving everything to her, and I've made arrangements for my little dog Snuffles that might be left all alone without her daddy. But I'm going to say this. Some will win, some will lose, and some are born to sing the blues. And Fantastics, you're going to be singing like a couple of parakeets with bow ties on by the time you get out of that ring. We're going to be the U.S. Tag Team Champions. And when they tie me off up here in that straitjacket, I'm going to have somebody watch that rope because I don't want the Fantastics to have gone out and seen a Roadrunner cartoon and got any funny ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, 
You've got to watch it and watch Jim Cornette fall. Well, uh, Corny's sweating bricks. Hopper, you got yeah, any yeah. thoughts on Cornette right there? No. Thoughts and prayers, dog. <laughs> Modulated. It's awesome. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Uh, he is sweating bricks during this promo. Uh, He's got that shirt over his dress shirt and then a jacket, man. He's uh, yeah. on fire and stuff. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's burning. You know, the, the thing is, a three-story cage. So, you know, Hayes left in, uh, what, February, and he knew about the three-story cage. So he got world-class, beat them to the three-story cage, and had it in May. And here we are, whatever. What are we That's at? Right. Uh, June? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, of course, he was, in the, he was in it. He had a singles match with Terry Gordy, and then they had a uh, battle royal type of match. First three to the top, won prizes and stuff. That's right. Um... Y'all, Skype is acting crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Can you hear that, Lance? Yeah. That's that's Skype. So uh, my it did this the other day. I wasn't even recording anything. I was I was doing something in it and um talking to a friend of mine, and it, it was doing this. So I, it, it's Skype. So I apologize, everybody out there who hears that. Uh, what sounds like almost interference on our end. I don't know what it'll sound like on the recording end, but that's why. Uh, Lance, I I forgot about that. So. There you go. Uh, Hayes stole I, I think that's the, the story and stuff. That's that's one of those world class stories. I'm not even. I'm I'm just absolutely sure I've heard it, but I hadn't thought about it in a long time and stuff. But uh, yeah, Hayes because they knew they were going to do it. Yeah, and Hayes left. Oh yeah, that concert in March. Yeah, yeah, February's when he left WCW. Yeah. Aubrey, I know you're not uh, doing the bash review with us. I'm gonna have to show you this cage at another yeah. time. I'll Maybe watch it. it. We y'all doing it? I think Doc and I are doing it. Next Friday night, not not this coming Friday, not yeah. two days from now. I think we're gonna do it at like eight o'clock or something. Uh, we got to talk about it. He and I, we got we got to set the time. I know it's next Friday night. I just don't know if it's seven thirty, seven or eight or whatever. But it's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> Whoa, is it? It, 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 it the you. If you've never seen it, to me, you're just waiting for the cage to fall down. Oh, man. Well, it's not terrible. I mean, you know, it's like one of the things. You know, when we were young, it's like, oh, this is really cool. But then you watch it when you're old. You're like, God, man, those guys are going to die. That cage is going to fall. That's what I kept thinking. So, all right. We keep going. Um, Dr. Hey, you know, uh, just one thing. Let me throw in. During that Midnight's match, they were talking about a house show coming up with uh, Dusty teaming with the Sheik. And that's pretty cool because the Sheik is... He really, to me, he's kind of, you know, he's very iconic, even in the world of wrestling. Scary motherfucker just walking down the street and stuff. Had a, a great gimmick. And here in 88, you know, he's still going to team with Dusty on a house show. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, they, um, they talk, Dusty, they, I've heard Cornette talk about it a bunch of times with um the Sheik that was, when they went to Detroit or whatever. And I think, like, that might have been his only appearance. And then he never, like, did anything with him again. Does that sound right, Lance? Or yeah, probably so. I, wrong? you know, I'm not an expert on him and, and everything. Yeah. You know, he made it. You know, he came in on Nitro like one time with uh, Sabu and threw fire Damn. in like two seconds one time, but he didn't. He didn't wrestle. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he kept going. I was just, you know, kind of throwing that in that he uh, yeah. that here in '88 he was doing something with Dusty. Of course, with Dusty, right? <laughs> of course. Speaking of Dusty, he's out here to cut a promo, and um, God, you're gonna love this one. Here it is. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Barry Windham, the U.S. title. Dusty, I know you're ready. Well, you know, I've been watching this television show here for the last 30 minutes, 
And I got to say one thing to my brothers. There's a lot of brothers sitting out there right now saying, what is pay-per-view television? What is that on the ads and live and in color? Is it in public, if you will? The bottom line is, pay-per-view television, if you sit there drinking beer with your lady, flop down a little bit of money in the Akadusha group, and you watch the greatest extravaganza of all time, because tonight is my night. Tomorrow night is my night. Monday night is my night. Tuesday is my night. The legendary Dusty Rhodes takes Barry Windham to the limit. U.S. title comes back to the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. That is the price of freedom. Right here is the price of freedom. We are ready for the great American bench. Me and the good doctor. Go on with your bad self, Dusty. I'm so fired up. He's got me excited. You know the term, You'll hear Barry chance? The three tears. Yeah. You know, I promise, Jimmy, that no one will touch precious. No one sane. The men I'm with, we fear no evil because we have walked down the valley of death because we are the meanest SOBs around. Yeah, all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, Baltimore, coming up, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. We want to hear what he has to say. Uh... Why is uh, Dusty uh, specifically targeting the brothers about ordering a pay-per-view? Do, do white people not order pay-per-views too? I'm real confused by that. But anyway, that's, that was all. That's that was, nice. <laughs> Mike pointed it out. I know, Lance, did I, you hear it? I think, oh, it's uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious, man. Like, like, why was he just specifically targeting <laughs> black folks? That's some some, some crazy stuff there, Dust. I mean, I know. Huh? I mean, I mean, fuck everyone knows black people steal cable. Oh come on, Harper. What up, bunch? Yeah, 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 for real. <laughs> See, on, he needs Harper. a solo show, Mike. He needs a solo show for this wisdom. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to pull up the soundboard so I can I can hit him with something, but uh. In the meantime, uh, I'll throw it to you, Lance. What do you have from it? Well, yeah, yeah just classic Dusty. I, I don't have a lot to say. I thought it was I thought it was really good. I know it was poignant, but <laughs> he's just uh, just Dusty. I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, man, he could talk. Golly, you know, the more we get away from a you know past his death and everything, and look back, and you just realize how he could talk because he screwed up in there he said uh tonight i mean uh, tomorrow night no monday night sunday night every night's my night you know something like that you know just you know thinking it out it's just you don't see anything like it today no i know i keep le- uh, pr- uh, leaning on that today saying ah oh, you don't see it like today but man i mean this whole show is freaking uh, a hall of fame show i mean come on you know <laughs> warriors lex sting whatever you think of him they're still the top Guys, you still think of that core group as the men. I mean, that's it's wild. And the horsemen. I mean, I feel like Harper. Like, I don't want to sound like the old asshole that yells at clouds and the old guy who complains about everything, but we say this all the time. I mean, it, it's refreshing when you hear these. Literally, most of these promos are two. We're about to go to one that's about three and a half minutes, but most of these promos are two minutes and they're on point. And I mean, even though they were cheering for Barry here. Dusty's and not scripted, good. right? It's not scripted, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm, and I'm making a joke about you know how he he's addressing the brothers for ordering pay per views, and Harper decides to chime in. Well, you know, brothers don't pay for cable; they steal it. That's nice, Harper. That's real classy. Well, it's true though, huh? It, 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 come on, I mean seriously. It, did your dad steal cable? 
No, Real. we didn't have cable. But, you know, my mom and dad got divorced <laughs> when I was three. So, I mean, I can't Oh, that poor question. you. I'm not correct. No, no. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. I just said we probably didn't, got we didn't divorced have... because of you. That's nice. That's fucked up. Right, Lance? Bad stuff. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hopper. You know, He's on a roll. He's on a roll. What are you, 12? Can you have some class? I mean, Damn, I may have to order a candle. Yeah. I mean, I may have to order a candle. Come on. I mean, seriously. Grow grow up. Well, that's why uh, Lance's Mustangs have been doing well, because he, he fucking bought the hard body Harper candle. Lance, do you have a candle? Is that true? I may, I may, I, it's on a national back orders, what I understand. When yeah. I, okay. When I called the 1 800 number. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, okay. A- any other thoughts on Dusty here? Y'all going to have a, contra- a quarterback controversy? Mm, no. Teddy's done pretty well. That, yeah. And, and Drew came in yeah. last week and, and, or two weeks ago by the time this aired and, and, Cleaned house and showed Did why he? you okay. put your Hall of Fame quarterback back in, right, Hopper? And yep, I, I, I mean, look, I look at it like this: Teddy's going to leave, and he's going to get a great fucking payday, bro. Yes, because yeah. someone's going to pick him up, pay him twenty, thirty million dollars, bro. How old so, is he? So I'm, I, I don't 26. know. Oh, he is in his twenties. Okay, that's what I was yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and he says how. How great would it be if the Saints won the Super Bowl? Drew Brees says, "Okay, I, I want it. I retire, and then he basically passes the torch to Teddy." That that's the ideal situation. Yeah. Oh, is that? Are you ready for that? Is that right? I mean, that's what I'm praying for. I, I hope so because, <laughs> like, Drew's not going to retire. He he's like he's he's a stone cold wired to he wants one more, and mm-hmm. I can't. He's not going to. He is not going to walk away until his arm falls off or he wins another title. Like, I really firmly believe that. And and the problem is, like, when you have a future Hall of Famer, it's really hard to, to tell them, we don't need you no more, especially when they keep playing at a high, like, you know, high rate. Yeah. So that's why I'm right. I'm with Hopper. I, if, I hope they win it all so that then Drew can be like, all right, I'm done. And then they can just give the money to Teddy and there you go. Right. You know, that's it. Right. But, who knows? If I had to put my, if I had a million dollars, you made me put a million dollars on it right now. I'll put, I'll go with the Saints, uh, and it, I think Saints versus Patriots. And I'm not just kissing ass. I think that's the way it is. Saints Patriots, and really all that matters to me is, uh, it's not the Eagles. It's all <laughs> that matters like in the fucking world. Are you sure world. you and Doc aren't the same person? <laughs> does he really? Does, is he really Eagles? Uh, I guess he's, uh, he's a cowboy he, fan. He hates the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. You see, it was the 49ers, you know, in the 80s. And stuff. I missed that the 40. Well, the 49ers are good now, aren't they? They're having a hell of a year. Yeah. But uh, I missed the 49ers rivalry. And, you know, Washington, they can't get their shit together in 20 years or whatever. I mean, I, 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 I just, the Eagles, you know, I, that's the best when we beat the Eagles. And anytime the Eagles lose, man, that's just the way I feel. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play this Ric Flair promo, but I swear, I, I, if I didn't know any better and hadn't met you and Doc in person, I would say <laughs> y'all are the same person because you, you, you're repeating, you're regurgitating what he says to me daily. Um, all right, with that said, let's go to Ric Flair. Who's going to come out here? He's going to cut a promo before the bash, and Rick is always on time. Here it is. Here it is, the World Heavyweight Championship, the coveted belt. 
Everyone all over the world wants it. Tomorrow night in Baltimore, pay-per-view, the World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair, Lex Luger. It's going to come down. There's going one man is going to win. Well, David, always the picture of total confidence. You see, Luger had an opportunity to sit in the control room. I saw you out here tearing your shirt off, flexing your muscles, and making promises to the American public, pal, that I don't personally think you can back up. I, in turn, total composure, no vocal instrument whatsoever. I stand before you and the 10 million people that are going to pay money to see you and I tomorrow night battle for the most coveted trophy in sports. It is not the first time that I have been under the gun. Every time I got in that ring with Dusty Rhodes, the pressure was on. When I got in the ring with Harley Race, the pressure was on. When I got in the ring with Ronnie Garvin, the pressure was on. But the bottom line is, Jim Crockett looked at me 10 years ago. He said, Nature Boy, SRO, that means standing room only. And that's the way the American public is going to be tomorrow night. Because when that smoke clears and they hit that beat to 2001, pal, I'm going to bust in that ring. Looking as only I can look. Luger, tonight, I'm going to find me a beautiful woman and I'm going to lay myself down and I'm going to know what I have to deal with tomorrow. You, in turn, will lay in bed tonight in a cold sweat because you have to beat the champion. You have to beat Ric Flair. You have got to fulfill your dreams and your promises, as you said, of a lifetime. And in Baltimore, Maryland, think about it, 17,000 people live. The building is sold out. And I'm told by the people here at TBS that tomorrow night I might make five or six million dollars to me the champion. Do you know why? Because 10 million people across this country are calling on the phone right now because they think that possibly you have a chance to become this. And my friend, in this sport, this is all there is. World championship titles, not words, not money, not prestige, but my friend, if you love it like I do, you live for the glory of being called the world's heavyweight champion. Only one, believe me, only one. And tomorrow night, look at it all that I can look. I will remind you of one thing 
when it's all over, diamonds are forever. And so is Ric Flair. Do you want to be part of wrestling history? Call now. I want to say something good, but I mean, that's just how you talk them into buying the pay-per-view, in my opinion. And I don't really want to add much more. Hopper, you got any thoughts? Because that was gold. That was great. He owned it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like him solo like that because that's the way, you know, when I started watching this uh, end of 82, 80, beginning of 83, and Flair came on TBS, <laughs> he carried that belt and made it, you know, a championship. It made it, you know, a realistic goal, you know, in wrestling. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's just, he, he the man, it, it just looks great, man. That, I mean, that's how you convince somebody to order a pay-per-view. I mean, if you're on the fence, I, I think he convinced you. If you're on the fence and had the money to do it, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking he did it. I mean, he's telling Lux, look, he's telling Lex, look, you're making promises to yourself, but her, you you, you got to beat me, and I don't know if you could do it, pal. And it's not his first rodeo. He's been there every single time. Every single time. So, uh, like I said, self-explanatory. Rick does a great job. Uh, anything else, Lance? No, you know, and I, what I say on the World Class Show about, you know, they weren't going to change the Flair formula. Here it is, 1988. They're still with the Flair formula, being champ and everybody chasing them. You know, when we say, oh, so-and-so could have been, you know, this, or they, they were going to give it to this guy or that guy. No, they weren't going to get away from Flair. Yeah, you're damn right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so after Flair, Varsity Club defeats George Shoth and Rick Allen, and then we get the Spam Slam of the Week, which goes to Lance's favorite wrestler, Arn Anderson. Oh, how did I miss that? I, I bet that's what you said. Spam <laughs> Slam. How did I miss that? Oh, I, didn't you that I didn't think y'all were going to have me back till September of 88. Uh, uh, hold your horses. I think we need you next week and maybe the week after. Oh, so we'll see. shit. <laughs> Uh, but uh, anyway, kayfabe, brother, kayfabe. <laughs> um, shit, yeah, kayfabe uh, cocktail. <laughs> kayfabe, what? Oh no, I'm not. Okay, so the spam slam goes to Arn, and then after that, there's a uh, promo. Um, it's Jimmy Garvin. I didn't, I didn't have it queued up. I got ahead of myself there. Jimmy Garvin, who gets interrupted by. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, uh, here it is. Fans, we're back here on the Superstation on World Championship Wrestling. The World Tag Team Champions will be in action here in just a few moments. Of course, we're speaking of Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. A lot of things going on. We talked about this Tower of Doom. Here's gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Jimmy, tomorrow night is your night, brother. Tomorrow night is not only my night, tomorrow night is going to be everybody's night. Because I'm... You want to talk about tomorrow night? We don't have to wait. I smelled something. I thought I smelled something. We need to wait. We don't need to wait. We need to wait. I thought I smelled something. I thought I smelled something. Now hold it. Back up your cameras. Come on, come on, come on. Back them up, I said. Because you know what I want you to back them up? Because I want you to zoom in on this because this is what's really happening in the NWA. Okay? Okay. What? Gorgeous. Shut up. Yeah, keep, just your, keep mouth. your mouth shut. Just shut the you shut your mouth, Kevin. You just shut your mouth. You hear me? Ding, ding, ding. Huh? I'm 
Whoa. I'm sick of everything. I'm tired of it. I feel like a piece of meat in a butcher shop window. I feel like a tennis ball been bounced around from court to court in someone's private house. And you gorgeous. And I'm sick of it. I've been choked. I've been kidnapped. I've been insulted highly. And you know what this is? This is a key and it isn't the key to my Mercedes, you know what I mean? This is the key to your life and your career, and this is a key to your life and your career. You got that? You got it, Kevin? You got it? You got it, Jim? You got it? You better have it, because I got it. Man, I don't, I don't know what to say about that, gentlemen. You guys got anything to say about this situation? There better be some thinking going on here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's, let's go to the ring. Let's get to the ring right, right away. Well, uh, Hopper, you got any thoughts on Precious right there? Hey, bro. But she looking good, huh? <laughs> Yo. Look at that again. Yeah. What's up, girl? She's <laughs> the hottest thing in the NWA. Man. Fuck me. I, I got to be honest. I, I'm fast forward. I missed that. And I don't remember this. I'm sure I was glued mm. to it at the time. Holy shit. That was oh. excellent. Holy cow. And, man, she looks tasty. She's not overdoing it like she did in world class when she first got to be able to talk <laughs> here and there. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> Lance is like, she looks tasty, and all I'm thinking is, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's looking smoking, guys. Oh. They've been married since 72 right here. That's and, crazy, you know, huh? Garvin just kept, re you know, even here is not the world-class Garvin. You know, he amped it up as he got older to be relevant. And I know he's going to amp it up to where he's Jimmy Jam and that bullshit that where he took it a little too far. But, man, <laughs> you know, I, I just think a lot of him, man. Uh, I really do. Here comes a free bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Nah, I'll leave it like that. All right, Hover, any other thoughts on Precious right there? I mean, she's looking hot, dude. She she can rival uh, Missy Hyatt right there. I, I think you're right, bro. I, I really do. She's she's smoking. Mm. Uh, we go to we go to a, a match with Lance's favorite wrestler. Uh, I will not permit. Lance. I guess this is why the DVR. I didn't. I, I missed this too. I guess the DVR, you know, knew or something. Fast forward. Yeah. Sure, sure, you did. Right, Arn Anderson, I, I will not allow Lance to slander Arn Anderson again. But we yeah. got Anderson and Tully Blanchard. He, they defeat J.C. Wilde and Tony Suber. Hopper says he's got nothing from this match. We're not going to ask Lance about it because he's an Arn Anderson hater. Come on, uh, September. Fuck. Come on, yeah, September. Se wow. September's the, nice. September's the birth of the Brain Busters. I, I, I will make sure to edit that out, Hopper. What a prick. <laughs> what a prick. You're lying. <laughs> Uh, we get another Great American Bash plug after this match because, I mean, that's just what they do. They keep plugging the bash. It's available on pay-per-view Sunday, July the 10th, and the Tower of Doom, and blah, 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 and yeah, 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 and over Price and over. Price of freedom. Man. Price of freedom. We, we, we keep getting told to uh, come out and, um, yeah, buy the pay-per-view. So there you have it. Uh, I don't have anything from that. They do have a match. It's Barry. He defeats Max MacGyver. Lance, anything from that one? The youngster, Barry Windham. I hate it when they say that. Damn, been wrestling over 10 years right here. He's 28. He's been, 
yeah, and they keep going. You know, they've been saying it, you know, for months that he's the the youngster, Barry Windham. And I'm going, whatever. He's got more experience, more NWA title matches than you know half the roster and stuff, or more. Frick, I don't like it, but I do like this JJ interview. That's pretty cool psychology right here. He's going to tell us that we have the power. Yeah, yeah. Just you're going to play it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask Harper. Harper, did you, you want to say? Did you want to say something about Barry? What Lance was saying, and then I'll play this. No. All right. So let's go to JJ and um, Barry. They're out there no. coming home after Barry. Barry's the man. Max MacGyver. <laughs> Here it is. I heard the question. What allegiance does Barry Windham have? I think the allegiance Barry Windham has is to himself. Well, I think there's everything that needs to be put into proper perspective right at this moment, David. You know, there have been a lot of claims made, but the truth is that tomorrow night in Baltimore is sold out. There are no tickets to be bought. There are almost 10 million homes in this country that have the potential of picking up the phone and say, I want to sit here in the comfort of my home, do something to that cable box, whatever buttons you want to push, and send me a bill next month. I'll pay it, but I want to watch the great American Bash on my TV at home. 10 million people have that potential. And when you multiply three to four people on the average sitting around that TV in each of those homes, tomorrow night will be the most watched night of wrestling in the history of the sport. Now consider the magnitude of that. And it's very easy to understand why. First of all, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson will defend the World Tag Team titles against Sting. And I don't even know who is part. It doesn't really matter. Because it's obvious that it will be the toughest test for Tully and Arn. Also, the Tower of Doom. You've got three cages up to the ceiling, and in the bottom is Patty or Precious, whatever you want to call her, holding the key to the fate of one of two individuals. And which way is it going to go? I wouldn't want to call it. But obviously, there are a lot of people are going to get hurt and possibly laid out before that issue is settled. The ultimate confrontation. The man they say that was born to be the next world champion, Lex Luger, facing the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, bar none, Nature Boy Ric Flair. And then the match that they're saying is the teacher and the student. And Barry Windham, one thing that I've been listening week in and week out that I've heard Dusty Rhodes say, he taught you everything but one thing, and that was how to lose. But you've never been a loser, you never will be a loser, so he never ever needed to teach you that. J.J., I'll tell you what, this is something that I have waited for for my entire life. Dusty Rhodes, you are not the teacher anymore. I waited my entire life for this night to come along because you knew that it would happen sooner or later, and I always knew. When I stood in your shadow, I used to always look up at you and say, one of these days, pal, the day's here! The United States Championship is on the line, and you are not going to walk out of the Baltimore Civic Center with the championship because it's sold out. All of your fans know that you're not going to walk out of the championship. They are afraid that the dream is dead. And that's exactly what it is. The dream is dead. You're going to go home. You're going to cry on your wife's shoulders. Your children are going to cry for you because Barry Windham... Somebody that was so close to you is going to hand you the biggest defeat in your life, and you're not going to be able to hand it. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to watch it. Call, please, right now. They almost should have went off air right there. I know they had more time, but that that was a great promo from J.J. and Barry. What did you have, Lance? 
Uh, Barry's the man right here. I don't think people can understand they're not back in 1988. He's fixing to go, you know, another a couple of years right here where he's just, you know, top of the sport and everything. It's, a, you know, it's short because his knees are, are starting to go really bad. But, you know, he, I just think he could have been in there with the Briscoe, Dory Funk. I mean, uh, yeah, the Briscoe, Dory Funk in the 70s. He could have been the heel champion traveling around easily. He, uh, he rock and rolled. I totally agree. Harper, you got anything from it? How many people actually uh, uh, got this pay-per-view? Was this when Vince was, was uh, fucking them over? Uh, No. Um, They had resolved the pay-per-view issues by this point. Lance, oh. do, you, do, you have, yeah, that... do you have an observer from that week to know what what the buy rate was? Yeah, I'm not asking you to look it up I, right It's right second. there just... where... Um... Where it was hit and miss on those. I don't know if he's got those 88s up. Yeah, I, I, didn't think, I'll, I didn't I'll, think I'll so. screw around and see while y'all are talking and stuff. But yeah, wasn't that that, that was the Clash versus uh, the pay-per-view or something when that, that all went down? Yeah, yeah it was Clash yeah. versus uh, WrestleMania, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had, sent me, you had sent me the Observer from the Clash. That's why I was asking. I, was, I don't think you had the one. I don't think Dave's got this one listed on there because i think we talked about it so i'm not sure what the buy rate was on it but uh i don't know maybe it's out there in the universe and i just haven't looked for it so but uh i'm not really sure how it did um i feel like i remember hearing about it at some point but i, I didn't commit it to memory so i'm not sure not sure how many bought it i mean I, I don't even know i don't even know how many people even if you had cable if you had pay-per-view at this point because if you remember, like, the early days of cable, just because you had cable didn't mean you can get pay-per-view. Remember that, Hopper? No. You don't, don't remember, remember that? that? No. No, I'd watch on could, But if you didn't have cable, you know, even had those other things like View or different, those boxes and stuff you could order um, before you had cable. So, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, WWF, had, uh, you know, 80, let's see, 85 was WrestleMania and uh, the first WrestleMania. And I actually watched that one home at home. It was the second WrestleMania that my system didn't carry. And I went and watched uh, on a whatever at a, at, at a big theater with a ton of people to watch WrestleMania. Oh, wow. too. Yeah. So it was 85, 86, then 87. Yeah. I watched the rest of them always at home. It was only that second one that I went to a like a ballroom and watched on a big uh, big screen with a ton of people. God, That's you cool. were so lucky. I know, huh? Jesus Christ! You went to SMU <laughs> and got to watch all the pay per view. Ah, God, I hate I this used guy. To get, I used to get pissed at people that that could get like <laughs> Saturday Saturday night main event because it was two hours long. I was like, I mean, not uh, uh prime time wrestling. Right. <laughs> I was like, man, that's fucking two hours long, and it's not all jobber matches. You lucky right. motherfuckers. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But there you go. JJ and Barry right there. Uh, you know, doing a little bit more to talk them into the building, order the pay per view. We'll see what happens. From there, we go to the Sheep Herders who defeat Keith Steinborn and Tommy Royal. Uh, then we go to a, a Ron Garvin promo. I'm not going to play it, but I, I've got to get Hopper's reaction to uh, Ronnie Garvin's attire. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Ronnie Garvin is wearing a very stylish, wild and free Harley Davidson t-shirt. And for some reason, I thought, man, Hopper might have something, you know, cool to say about that. But anyway, uh, Hopper, do you see his t-shirt? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's tight. He's got the... That's America right there. What he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's like a Charlie, like he's going to a Charlie Daniels concert. <laughs> Look at the chain. He, I mean, Ronnie's looking like he's got a hot date after, man, with that Wild and <laughs> t-shirt. Lance, any thoughts on, on Ronnie right here? Nah, nah. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away, so I'm not going to yeah, of what's coming up. So, yeah. No, no, I know exactly what. I know exactly what he's talking about, so I'm going to leave it alone, too. That's All right. We go to Al Perez, who defeats Agent Steel uh, <laughs> in the next match. And then we close the show off with Gary Hart. Uh, he's just filling some time. I don't even have any notes from it. It's just kind of like he's trying to talk until the end of the show. Did you have anything from it, Lance? Oh, Al is jacked up. Man, he's huge right here. You know, <laughs> you hear him talking talking about what he did to get huge and everything. He's like, I didn't take that much. I didn't. T-. He looks like he took a lot right here and stuff. Uh, it seems like, oh, oh, like you know, it, it seems does, like he wasn't no, ready. To the stake. He, My bad. Go ahead, Lance. Go ahead. He, he seems like he wasn't ready for that Dusty Berry question. He's really, it looks like he really had to think it over in real life to come up with how he wanted to word it when they asked him what he thought of the Dusty, you know, who's going to win between Dusty and Berry. Uh, and then he actually, you know, says Lex has to get to Flair early, things like that. But it does look like he didn't know that question was coming, kind of. He may not have. I mean, you never know with David Crockett. He just could have just threw it at him and spurred a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know how Crockett is. I mean, he. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You, you never know. So with all that said, um, that is how the episode pretty much wraps up with uh, Gary Hart out there, and that's it. So. Uh, we need to rate this thing and give out some Rolexes. Uh, before we do so, I want to remind everyone the holiday season is upon us. Uh, this show drops on November 7, 2019. We are just three weeks away from Thanksgiving as of this airing. So I wanted to say, please use our Amazon referral link if you're doing your holiday shopping. That's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Look, if you can't afford becoming a Patreon member, we understand. If you can't afford... Uh, I don't know anything that we understand. But the thing is, if you shop on Amazon, please use the Amazon referral link. It's a way to support the show without spending anything extra. So again, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. I think I'm going to go first with the, uh, I'm going to give out the Rolex first this week. I got to go with flair. Um, yeah, I got to go with flair. Who are you giving yours to Hopper? How can it not be flair? I, I would, I struggle for, anybody else but uh i agree uh lance what about you we know you ain't giving it to arn even though he didn't have a problem, <laughs> i wrote four names down and i said i'm gonna choose it at the last second after we watch it i wrote down Cornette, morton flair and dusty because i did think you know dusty's you know rook on a roll but i kind of got you know i gotta give it to Cornette. he he went on the whole match and then did an interview so he's hotter than hell so uh i really gotta give it to Cornet, but Flair, it's right up there. Cornet and Flair, you know. But I'll go with Cornet today. All right, so uh, two for. Rick, and I'll give it an A. I'll Cornette. give it an A plus show if I was in 1988 and I would be ready to watch this damn show. They put everybody on there. They weren't that long as squash matches today. Everybody pushing it. I think it was an A plus info commercial. Okay, <laughs> great as an infomercial. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. It wasn't a bad episode, but. You could tell, I mean, if you if you watched it back then, you'd give it an A+, plus, but it was yeah. pretty much a big infomercial. And, um, you know, there was nothing earth-shattering here, but it was solid. Harper, what about you? I'll give it uh, a B. All right. It was a fucking infomercial, but fuck it. It was only an hour. 
You yeah. damn right. Only an hour. Yeah. How how refreshing and sweet that is. I mean, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, That's the first thing of, I ask you. Speaking, <laughs> That's what I asked you when you asked me to be on the show. I was like, how long is that episode? How long is the episode? <laughs> Speaking of things only being an hour long, our uh, Lantonized World Class shows that we do uh, are generally about an hour long unless we start talking miscellaneous and extra topics. And you can get all those shows at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is the best way to support this show, especially if you want extra content. Over 200-plus episodes available on our Patreon feed. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. If you're a Patreon member, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Your support does not go unnoticed. Uh, And again, the Great American Bash pay-per-view is coming up. Uh, It will drop a day or two after this one. Just say November 10th to be safe. We haven't recorded it yet, but uh, just say November 10th to be safe. It'd probably be up by the 9th, though. So there you go. Uh, we're, we're wrapping up here. Lance, you got any, uh, closing thoughts? Uh, we appreciate you joining us and, and not, um, not saying anything about Arn. I, I'm glad I need to protect you from, from our, from our listeners. I don't want that. That's just me on Arn. That, uh, Hey, I know he's great. He's I know he can talk and stuff, Whatever. but I just, uh, you know, that, that, that's just me. Hey, listen, I'm going to throw you a curveball right here. Oh, any shit. of y'all, there's gotta be somebody listening that's trying to start their own business or something like that. And I know this is crazy coming from me right now, but if you listen to Byron Allen on Mark Maron's podcast from a few about a couple months ago, and you see how he created his empire from being 15 and writing for Jimmy Walker through owning the Weather Channel now and having like 45 TV shows on the air right now, it's a, an incredible story of him doing sitting in his dining room calling all these TV stations. Him, uh, him working for uh, opening for Sammy Davis Jr. and Sammy Davis Jr.'s dad uh, uh, summoning him to come uh, to the back and giving him some advice. It's an incredible story. And I, I know that's wild I'm out of nowhere that I'm saying that. But if you're starting your own business, need a little motivation, man, it's a freaking insane thing. And Byron Allen, I know I'm older than everybody. He was on a TV show in the late 70s, early 80s called Real People. That uh, and that's kind of the even his high profile thing, rather than doing this talk show in the middle of the night that was syndicated. But it's a hell of a story. The comedian, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're gonna be wowed over. I mean, he's just a billionaire. He's got a huge lawsuit going with the Supreme Court right now. That's an incredible story. I just think that anybody listening to this, it's it's a hell of a story. So there you go. Check it out. Listen to Lance. He's not just a. Uh, you'll uh, thank a f- me for that one. A fake SMU fan. He's actually not an SMU fan at all. Uh, so there you go. We broke kayfabe again. <laughs> he does not follow SMU. Uh, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. But <laughs> I just I got other things rocking and rolling. He loves SMU as much as Harper and I love Tulane football. Uh. Yeah, here you go. There's your, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, and you anyway. heard me. You heard me put over the Saints today. So that uh, there you go. That's that's a, that, that's the only reason why you and Doc are not the same person. I'm, I'm not <laughs> so, uh, Lance, um, you know, I want to say something to you for joining us this week. Uh, thank you for be blessed and be a blessing. Uh, dropping sound drops again, as you can see in the last couple of weeks. We appreciate it. You are blessed and uh, a blessing to us all. And um, with that said, I'll I'm see. Gonna... I'll see once I see what y'all said about me before I got on the show today. What? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll have to go back and listen. Well, no, we didn't talk bad about you. And I want, I want a video. I want a tweeted video of Harper every week on something. You know, you need. All to, right. We gotta have some more of that. That's uh, it's good stuff. 
Hopper cuts the, the sky is blue and the pecker still works. Hey. Yeah. Words to live day. by. That was an awesome. That was an awesome line, Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> you you were like you were like, I mean, Zion, we got the Zion news, and then you go, well, you know, Zion's hurt, so we haven't seen Zion yet, but eh, whatever. The, the sky is blue and his pecker still works, so whatever. Yeah, fuck nice. it, man. <laughs> All right, so um, we did our best uh, Buddy Landell impression, which is... Now, I'm one of these guys that can't just fuck something up. I got to fuck it all the way up. Yeah, we did that tonight. And uh, with that said, um, I got one more thing before I get Harper to hit the tagline. This is for you, Steven Javorski. You asked for some sound drops. Yeah, I say. Baby's got a pot roast on. Well, baby's got a pot roast on, so uh, us three need to get out of here. So, uh, Harper, you want to hit that tagline take us home? Fuck it, bitch. Before we get out of here, I want to say thank you to all of our patrons out there for supporting this show and making this show possible twice per week, every single week with the Smoky Mountain shows and the NWA shows. And um, I mean, look, I know you get extra shows, but ultimately, when you are a patron for us and support us on Patreon, we thank you because it does help the eight free shows as well. So I know we do extra stuff, but with that said, patrons out there such as yourself, thank you for for being patrons. And if you're not one, remember, become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 200 plus episodes are available on Patreon for you to enjoy and listen to you. Listen to extra stuff that we've done, wrestling stuff, non-wrestling stuff. And when I say non-wrestling stuff, it's nothing political or social things in the world. It's just Harper, Doc, and I having tons of fun talking about just utter stupidity uh, for entire episode. So that's that's what you have to look forward to. There's a lot there. The Dallas Cowboys ring rat house. Harper talking about the worst places to take a dump. So much stuff that's available on Patreon. Now, I also want to say a special shout out to our, our Hall of Fame Patreon members. Don Dippinette, uh, Lee Russell, MDQ for Life, George Davis, Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Duneif, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller at, at Half Points Point on Twitter. Keep cutting those promos, kid! 
You're the man, Marlon. Thank you, man. I appreciate your support. Long time. Josh Warren, you too. Long time supporter. Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, The Great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, Good Old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the BTT Research Department, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue from the Bottom Line cast. Make sure you all check that show out. Him and JV do a great job. And Mike Prue is also uh, a co-host on the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed. Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeFries, SV Pagem, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andrade, Cole Mini 22, Marty Howell, T Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thank you for all of your support. And lastly, like always, Thank you to everyone. Uh, oh, I can't forget. Check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They have a podcast series where they're getting close to the end, but they've chronicled the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month and on a weekly basis. It's a really good show. They basically just go through Stone Cold's entire career. I say entire career. It's mostly his WWF stuff, but Mike and JV also do the ECW show uh, on our Patreon feed, and that show they do on their free feed. Uh, just search the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast on or go on to Twitter at Bottom Line Cast and you can find them. Thank you, everyone, for all of your support. That's it. We're going to get out of here. You know what Harper always says when you get out of here? When we get out of here, book it, bitch. <laughs>